Hello and welcome fellow film buffs, I'm Zach Troll, and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow cinephile, Hunter Ventilero. Hey, what's going on? Sorry if you guys hear an echo on my end, I just switched rooms to a much roomier room in my house, and I'm still trying to figure out the acoustics in here, so I apologize. We are the Box Office Losers. Each and every week we deep dive into the movie sphere to watch and review any and all films to ever grace the silver screen or your TV screen. This week, we are talking about Jojo Rabbit. Hell yeah, dude. This is the first time I've seen this movie, and by golly, I think it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen this movie a lot. I, I, I think I saw when it first dropped on, on VOD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it came out limited time in theaters uh, near the end of Octo- uh, 2019. Yes. So whoever got to see it in theaters got very, very lucky. Yeah, I wanted to see it in theaters, but I didn't have the time, and I think I wasn't really seeing a lot of movies around that time anyway, so... And then COVID struck, and you're like, shit, I can't even go to the movie yeah. theaters safe, safely. I actually ended up watching on HBO Max this morning, so we're in this oh, yeah, shit. You, you, you could have also have uh, watched it on the, on the Movies Anywhere account. Yeah, but the PlayStation HBO Max app is easier to navigate than the movies anywhere because I gotta go on my Fire Stick and the Fire Stick's batteries are always dying and etc. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's good. Um, uh, pretty much to to give an overview of Jojo Rabbit, uh, Jojo is a lonely German boy who discovers his single mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their attic, um, aided only by his imaginary friend Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler. Jojo. Jojo must confront his blind nationalism as World War II continues to rage on. Hell yeah, dude. dude <laughs> all the German accents in this were so fun. Sam Rockwell was yeah. knocking it out of the park on this one. Um, and what e- even Stephen Merchant, like, he, he fits the build as a gazpacho too well. Oh, dude, when I saw him in this He's movie, terrifying. I was like, what the fuck is happening? When did it He's become a horror so movie? so scary. Oh, dude. Sam Rockwell, like, by I the can... way, too. Oof. Oh yeah, Sam Rockwell is so so good. In this he movie. steals the goddamn show. Uh, like I, hell, I think well, isn't like isn't both the both the actually no like y- yours is a JoJo quote for for your review. <laughs> Mine's a Sam Rockwell quote. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I, I want to talk about Steven Merchant for a bit. I, I didn't mention him in the cast list because I just dragged and copied randomly. But yeah, he like he fit like I can picture I can picture just like his look of, of his face being a, a gazpacho. Oh, dude, Steve Merchant is a scary motherfucker. He is. He looks like an alien, like Doug Jones. Well, hell, well, wasn't he the albino in um, uh, in, in Logan? Yeah, he was. The, he was that guy in X Men. In the original, he was Caliban. In um, Caliban. Days of Future, anyway, in X Men Apocalypse, it was someone else. But then they changed it to Stephen Merchant in Logan. <laughs> God, he, he, he's a terrifying man. Dude, he is quite frightening. He showed up, and I was like, what the fuck? Because I knew he was in the movie, and I was like, "Where? when's he going to show up? He's in literally, like, two scenes. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read off this cast list? Yeah, so we have <clears throat> Roman Griffin Davis as Jojo, who's a young German boy who is a member of the Hitler Gorgander. We have Thomasine McKenzie. She is Elsa, the Jew. We have Taika Waititi. He is Adolf Hitler, but only imaginary Adolf Hitler. We have Rebel Wilson. She is Fraulein Raum, a British instructor. We have Sam Rockwell, Captain Klesendorf. <laughs> and then we have Scarlett Johansson as Rossi. 
She is an anti-Nazi mother. And now that you have, de- now you have offended our German listeners. How do you think I have offended job. them? I do not think I did at all. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's not terrible. <laughs> you have offended them. Good job, guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I found out. Um, the 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 actress who plays um Elsa, uh, uh Elise, right? Is it Elsa or Elisa? It's, it's Elsa. Um. She actually is like legit, like two years younger than me. That 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 fucked me up. I'm like, why does she look like so fucking young? Probably because she is. <laughs> She's twenty. That's not like young. That's like adult. She just has a young face. What else has yeah. she been in? She was in The Hobbit. Oh, that's why I recognize her. She was in The Hobbit and she was in Lost Girls. Mm. She played um Luke Evans' kid in The Hobbit. I never saw the Hobbit. Oh my God! You need to watch the Hobbit. I have never movies. seen They're any Lord okay. of the Rings movies. That's all of February. End of story. Okay. <laughs> no, um, they're like four hours long. We don't need to watch those yet. <laughs> so now the, the budget of this film was a was a whopping fourteen million dollars, and in box office, it made a tremendous ninety point three million. Yeah, this is a smash in the box office. They made this for well, nothing like, and it destroyed the box office for what well, the budget wasn't this was. Wasn't technically like also like under a, a bit of an indie type thing to it as well? Yeah, this is an indie movie. I think it was produced by um uh but obviously besides uh Taika, I think it was produced by one of the smaller companies. I forget which. I don't think it's here. Um I, I I will do the um the uh, the first bit of notes and there's not much notes so this might be a relatively th- this might be a relatively short episode we shall see um but i i can finally say a fucking word that i'm happy that i legit had to look up okay so that's how you say it. okay mm. okay but um but I- i'm gonna read up to the principal production and then you're gonna take the rest of it all right um, in March of 2018, it was revealed that Taika Waititi, who directed, uh, who directed, write, co-produced, and co-starred in the film as an imaginary Adolf Hitler, speaking of the context, speaking of the context of the role, Waititi stated, "It's my vision of a lonely boy's best version of his hero, which is really his dad." W- referring to the fact that the film's protagonist, a 10-year-old boy, is. Uh, is desperate to join Hitler's rank during World War II. Later that month, Scarlett Johansson joined the cast to portray the child's mother, who is secretly anti-Nazi, and in April of 2018, Sam Rockwell uh, joined the cast as a Nazi captain who who runs a Hitler youth camp. In May of 2018, Rebel Walton then joined, um, and so on, and so like, and then other people join in. Filming was set in Prague shortly thereafter, the exterior shots were placed in Zetic and and Eustic. Close enough. I'm pretty sure that that's how you pronounce them. I forget where you put is, the umlauts on those guys. So is Zetic and 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 Eustic. Zetic and Eustic. Uh, later in May, newcomer Roman Griffin Davis was was officially cast as the lead, uh, the son of Johansson's character and New Zealand. Der uh, Tomas, what was that? Tomas and McKenzie. Tomas and McKenzie, thank you. Uh, was added as Elsa Kaur. Yo, she's got uh, a New Zealand Jewish accent, bro. Top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> the the Jewish girl whom Johansson, uh, Rosie, hides in her home in June of 2018. Alfie um, Allen, 
was casted as Finkel II to command uh, Captain <laughs> Kesseldorf, um, which was pretty much. Uh, that's the like um, Alfie is the guy from Game of Thrones, and and such. Oh yeah. And Stephen Merchant was cast as Captain Dretz, the Gaspazzo agent. Nice. Uh, principal production started in May twenty uh, May twenty eighth, twenty eighteen. Reshoots were completed in February of twenty nineteen. Yeah, man, this movie's cast is ridiculously amazing for such a small budgeted film. We got Johansson, oh, yeah. Rockwell, Taika himself. I know he's not like he was writing and directing it, so he was free. But you know, we had um, Tomas and Mackenzie, who is I recognize from a couple things, but she hasn't been in much, so that's great. And we had a uh, newcomer, Roman Griffin Davis. Dude, he is phenomenal. He was such yeah, a good... I can, he, so good. He's he, going he's places. Gonna have, yeah, he, he's going to have a lot of good roles ahead of him. Dude, same with uh, the guy, who, the kid who played Yorkie. I forget where oh, if, yeah, if I wrote his name down. He like, was great. I, I, it sucks that he might be typecasted as like... As Funny fat kid? R- r- yeah, as like comedic r- relief fat, like, f- fat kid friend. Yeah, but look at the kid uh, from Diary of Wimpy Kid, Rowley. He was like the typecast as like chubby redhead and now he's like buff and hot so you never know <laughs> well yeah but also like he hasn't been cast in anything well that's cause he since you could probably just not he, maybe he just gave up some people just don't care yeah it's like well, well, well both the person who played Greg and both and the guy who played Rally both got buff oh Zachary Gordon yeah Zachary Gordon but he's been in a lot of stuff he's been in a couple like teen dramas so he's been around yeah like I can but I, I could definitely see um uh, definitely Roman and 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 the guy who played Alfie. Yeah, I'll find his name really, real quick. really fucking going far. Yeah, I could see them as the new uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Uh, his name is Archie oh my Yates. Gosh. Archie Yates is Yorkie. I made a, in one of my notes. I said it's like a prequel to the Cornetto trilogy because you have a young Nick Frost and a young Simon Pegg. <laughs> like if they if they definitely developed a good bond like that, I would want I want to see that happen. Yeah, I want to see them do more buddy movies, or at least like well, maybe they separate but then come back when they're older in like twenty years. Well, hell, <laughs> even even if Simon Pegg somehow like got like a, like it saw this movie, which he probably he did. Maybe like the the wheels are turning for a prequel. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> when Sean met Maybe Ed. Maybe the turning. <laughs> uh, do you want to pick up? Uh yeah. So, um, a co-production between the New Zealand uh, and Czech Republic, the film had its world premiere at the forty fourth Toronto International Film Festival on September eighth, twenty nineteen. Shut the fuck up. Uh, where it won a top prize in the Gorshal People's Choice Award. Jojo Rabbit was released theatrically in October 18th, 2019, and in New Zealand in October 24th, 2019. It drew mostly praise, especially for the performances, direction, screenplay, heart, visual style, musical score, and production values, but some criticism came for its comedic comedic portrayal of Nazis. Dude, are you telling me I can't make fun of Nazis? Like, what the fuck? They're basically like, oh man, I got criticism because they made Nazis a joke. Well, what? Because I well, remember, like, um, like Germany really doesn't like that part of their history being brought up. Nobody does. Well, yes. Um, another thing, seeing when this was released, I think what both this Lighthouse and Uncut Gems came out at a good time. All, just they all came the out around the same time. Yeah. Like, like just before the world. Like snapped out of existence. <laughs> yeah, we got Thanos snapped for a year. To be honest, 
So, <clears throat> Jojo Rabbit was chosen by the National Board of Review, and American Film Institute is one of the be- one of the ten best films of the year in 2019. At the Golden Globes, it was nominated for Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, Best Actor, Musical, or Comedy for uh, for Davis. Thank God, he deserves it. I don't know if he won, but he deserved it. And at uh, 92nd Academy Awards, it received six nominations, including Best Picture and Best Supporting Action for Johansson. Nice! I knew she would have got at least nominated. Uh, winning Best Adapted Screenplay. It won Best Adapted Screenplay also at the Writers Guild and the British Academy Film Awards. Watiti enlisted Oscar-winning musical composer Michael oh my God, Giangino to, fil- to score the film, and it was done by the uh, 35 piece at Abbey Road Studios. Um, soundtrack also contains contemporary music, notably the German version of Heroes by David Bowie, and a German version of I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles as well. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was the opening uh, one. While watching documentaries on the Hitler Youth during research, Watiti noted similarities between the crowd at Hitler's rallies and the frenzy at the concerts inspired him to do a German version of the Beatles. That's funny. And then Giancino helped secure the rights to the song by contacting Paul McCartney, with whom he had previously worked. That's awesome. That is awesome, y'all. That is. Like, uh, like I could. Taika Watiti, he's definitely going to be like... Um, not, not like as gruesome as um Tarantino, but he's gonna be the Tarantino of our generation. Why not just say he's gonna be the Edgar Wright of our generation? Ah, uh, because because Edgar Wright still has a few good like hits left in him. I'm I talking about that. like with with uh Tarantino. He he's like apparently done after one, one more film. I think he's got a he's got like one more of his films, and then he has one more film he's contractually obligated to do, but I forget what it's for. Yeah, I, 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 Edgar Wright still has a lot more in him, but I could definitely. I'm comparing Tyga's uh, work, well, Tyga Batita's work to uh, Tarantino because they, they can both really, really do some good stuff. I don't know if that's a good comparison though, like seeing how they do their visual stu- their styles and how they write things, because well, Tyga mostly yes. writes comedies and produces comedies well, and stuff. In a way, also, so does Tarantino. He, he produces like. Dark comedies. I wouldn't really call most very, of these movies comedies. comedies. They're mostly like crime comedies, if anything. Well, but like if comedy you, well, is a strong yes. word. Well, I, I don't I don't consider Pulp Fiction a crime comedy. I consider Pulp Fiction a very weird episodic tale. Yeah. So how are you comparing Taika to Tarantino? Bad choice. Uh, just overall writing style and how like they can. Taika has never good, dropped an end bomb. <laughs> Well, also, like, well, also, Tiger hasn't starred in his own film and dropped an N-bomb. That's true. So, I don't know. Like, just, like, free, like freely mm-hmm. and shit. Um, uh, I'll start off with this plot, though. <laughs> let's just... Let's just... <coughs> oh, God, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm always dying in these episodes. <clears throat> In the later stages of World War II, ten-year-old uh, Jojo uh, Johannes Betzla Johannes Betzla joins the uh, Duchess uh, Jungvolk, Jungvolk uh, other one known as the junior section of the Hitler Youth. Jojo is an innocent boy who is heavily indoctrinated with Nazi ideals manifested by his imaginary friend Adolf a supportive and buffoonish version of Adolf Hitler. At the training camp run by Captain Getzeldorf, 
the other children give Jojo the desired nickname Jojo Rabbit after he refuses to kill uh, a rabbit to prove his worthiness. Uh, pepped up by Adolf, he returns to prove his bravery is stealing a. Uh, I'm go, th that's it, it's pretty much just a fucking mortar. He started hand like a mortar and throws it it's without not a mortar, supervision. It's a hand grenade. Well, also like, well, no, like mortars are also that one too. No, they're not. Mortars are missiles. Yeah. They're little missiles. There's a, a th when we get to like when you read the second paragraph, I'll look it up as well. <clears> Throwing without supervision, the grenade explodes at his feet, leaving him scared and limping. Oh, scarred and limping. Judge's mother, Rosie. Uh, Courses, thank you, Gesseldorf, into ensuring that Jojo remains included and gives responsibility and gives him responsibilities. Jojo is given small tasks such as spreading propaganda, uh, what leaflet and collecting scraps for the war effort. Metal for Hitler, metal for Hitler. <laughs> All right, now I'm gonna now look up. I'm gonna look up. Uh, uh, dude, the opening for this movie was really good. Like, <laughs> I, I thought, honestly, we were going to spend more time in the camp, but we only spent, like, a solid 20 minutes in the camp. And then the rest of the movie is him limping around and swimming and, like, recovering from his injuries from the grenade he blew up on himself by bouncing off a tree. But, like, every time we see Hitler in the before the he blows up scenes, it's just, I mean, he's good in, even into the last drop of Hitler. Like, it's just so cool to see Taika just run around as a stupid idiot Hitler. And he's like, because it is exactly what you would imagine an imaginary Adolf Hitler uh, would be to a 10-year-old kid. His father figure is off at war, being an anti-Nazi, which we find out later on in the film. And, well, maybe. And yeah. then we see um, just, like, Hitler's, like, you know, giving him support, telling him how to be a good Nazi, helping him out. Offering him cigarettes. <laughs> Alright, I, um... I retract my statement. It's just a hand grenade. I, I could have swore, like, growing up I heard that it called a mortar as well. Nah. It is not. Alright, so... <clears throat> Alone at home one day, Jojo discovers Elsa Kua, a teenage Jewish girl and his late sister's former classmate, hiding upstairs. Jojo is both terrified and aggressive towards Elsa, who is easily subdues his behavior. The two are left in a stalemate as the revelations that Rosie hiding Elsa Can will we lead stop to Rosie's doing execution, <laughs> and neither Jojo nor Elsa is willing to tell Rosie that they know the fear of what will happen next. You, I hate you. Jojo continues I hate to speak you to Elsa, so much. doing his Legit, best to uncover Jews' secrets. Do not interrupt me, Zachary. So he can write a book about Jews for Klesendorf. Okay. Elsa is both saddened and amused by the doctrine that Jojo believes. Can you stop she tells doing Jojo about her the German accent? Jojo forges a letter from Nesan claiming <laughs> we to have losing. found someone else. When he sees her hurt by this, he quickly puts together a retraction. What is it, Zachary? Stop doing it. The German accent. You not tell me it's what to do. Offensive. I will do whatever I want. <laughs> it's offensive. It's only offensive. If we have German listeners. You know this. And they will appreciate what I am doing. No, they won't. We are doing an episode on Jojo Rabbit. We yeah. are losing them. We are gaining them. Trust me. No, we are not. 
We will never lose the followers <laughs> that love us so dearly. We are losing our German listeners because you're putting on a very offensive accent. It is not offensive. It is It is very offensive. I swear to God. If you do not continue, I, I will continue. I was yelling so loud that my microphone automatically turned the audio down. <laughs> Can you stop doing the accent? No promises. Read your fucking paragraph, Zachary. I hate you. <laughs> Jojo begins acting out with his mother, angry at her see- uh, seeing lack of patriotism. Uh, Rosie opposes the war and the Nazi doctrine openly uh, mourns the public hanging of those who resist the Nazis and she imposes her beliefs that positively and and that positivity and optimism are the best way to fight oppression. Rosie also tells Elsa that Jojo is still innocent and laments the doctrine and that he believes that laments the doctrine that he believes, which makes it impossible for her to reveal Elsa to him. Meanwhile, Jojo, who is warming up to Elsa, argues with an incredibly hostile Adolf Hitler about his patriotism. Jojo spots his mother leaving a free Germany message in town. Do you want me to continue? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Jojo and Elsa are alone in the house when the Gestapo stops by searching the house. When Glesendorf in tow, he comes in with his little uh, friend. Uh, after the volley of hell Hitlers, they ransack the place, finding, finally going upstairs where Elsa poses as Jojo's late sister, Ingi. I don't know, I think I pronounced that name right. And uh, produces the papers. Glesendorf inspects them and quizzes Elsa on her birthday, confirming its authenticity. After the Gestapo leave, a shake and Elsa reveals that she got the date wrong that Glesendorf had covered for her. By the way, Sam Rockwell coming in fucking clutch with that. I was like, oh, damn, he's a good guy. Let's go. (laughs) Elsa is convinced that the Gestapo are aware of her deception. Later, Jojo finds Rossi hanging in the public square. He returns home and tries to stab Elsa, but breaks down in tears. Dude, this was ridiculous. Now, here, uh, now, I don't know why she was hung. Because from what it looked like, her and Sam Rockwell had a decent relationship. And then she was seen, obviously, dropping the, the, the notes of, of propaganda. And then when she was hanging, she had the, uh, the thing stapled to her leg. So in my brain, it was, um, you know, she got hung because she was spreading propaganda. But then we see later on in the movie, Sam Rockwell has his crazy-ass super Nazi uniform on. And it makes me think, did he let the Jew and... Um, uh, Jojo off the hook just to tell on the mom but then did he really tell on the mom though because then the Jew would have got taken why did he get the his his battle armor like I I, I, I was confused I okay I, I I think he didn't because I think he he let them go because they're kids well also because he's gay that too he was I I mean that's just me reading into it him and um Alfie's character uh, Freddie Finkel they seemed like they were a gay couple and they couldn't really do anything about it because Hitler also hated gay people I I think it was mainly I think 
uh, uh, not reading too much into, I think, is because they're kids. Well, also that, and we see that at the end as well. And he, because he, he has, like, I, for all we know, maybe, like, the hanging of Rosie was not his say. Mm. He had no knowledge of that up until, like, later on he finds out. Yeah. Or it could have been that um, Klinsendorf was secretly his father, because we never see the dad. And the mom has a close relationship with him, at least to where they're friends, it seems. And, you know, JoJo doesn't seem like he ever really knew his dad. You know what I mean? So maybe that was his father and he was trying to make up for being a dickhead? It's hard to tell. So. Also, um, and for context, guys, this is the shit I go through. He puts on this fucking accent. This is the shit I go through. Editing's gonna be fun. Editing's gonna be great. Even though it's just, it's easy drag and drop shit, but I'm, your German accent causes me great pain. It's because it's good, I know. No, it's not. <laughs> it's terrible. It's offensive. It's just stereotypical. It's more, That's what it is. It's, it's more offensive than like, like than anything ever. I don't believe that. You dropped an it's F-bomb more offensive a couple than episodes some of the shit ago. Disney put out back in the day. Nothing is more offensive than Song of the South. <laughs> you can go <Yes>. home. <laughs> Alright, do you want to continue on with the uh yes. Yeah. With the Allies closing in, the civilized uh, population, including the Hitler youth, are armed to defend the city. Jojo runs into his friend Yorkie. Who tells him Hitler has committed suicide? Uh, uh, despondent. Despondent. Uh, Jojo hides until the battle is won, uh, with the Allies occupying the city. As he wanders the city, he is seized by Allied soldiers along with a wounded Kesseldorf. After a brief uh, confrontation, uh, Kesseldorf tells Jojo to look after his sister. Then tear. Then tears off Jojo's Hitler youth coat. And denounces him as a Jew to ensure that the that the soldiers do not execute him. The soldiers drag Jojo away as Kellerdorf is executed by a firing squad. Dude, Sam Rockwell coming in fucking clutch. I thought for a I, hot I sec think, Jojo was gonna die. I was like, holy shit, I, they're gonna kill him. <laughs> now I think uh, these being Allied soldiers, I think these were the Russian Allied soldiers because I don't think American soldiers would have point blank shot a fucking child. Uh, to yeah, be, you're I, probably I, right. They weren't wearing the green. I think they were wearing the gray. I don't yeah, I, the I don't think, I don't think during that time, like legit, an American soldier would would point blank shoot a kid. I mean, you don't know that, but probably not. I, I I'm just going off by like a heart of hearts type thing. <laughs> All right, man. All right, time to close it out. So <clears throat> I swear to fucking I'm God, not, I'm not gonna do it. But if you want me to, I will. <laughs> Jojo runs home and to stop Elsa from leaving, tells her Germany had won the war. Recognizing her despair, he recites a new yeah, a new letter from Nathan claiming that he and Jojo have figured out a way to smuggle her to Paris. Elsa confesses that Nathan died of tuberculosis the previous year. Jojo tells her he loves her and she tells him he loves him, but only his younger brother. A disheveled Adolf angrily confronts Jojo for siding with Elsa and Jojo kicks him out the window. Outside, oh, Elsa oh, sees American soldiers and realizes the Allies have won the war. She slaps Jojo in the face for lying, and they dance in the street. This is actually, like, a cool scene. Like, um, right at the end, he's like, all right, you ready to go? Like, they have nothing in their hands, and he takes her outside, and then the car drives by, and I was like, oh, man, he helped her escape. You see? You get it? I was like, oh, my God. This movie's so good, dude. This movie's fucking awesome. 
Now, um, before I so I'm not gonna have any min movie notes, guys. But I have a lot. Yeah, I I said I've seen this movie far too many times. I have seen this movie like outside of seeing it last night in preparation for the podcast. I saw it maybe like a few months ago. Yeah, dude, this is uh, I got a lot of notes on this one because my first time seeing it. Yo, man, (laughs) you like my first note? Hey, Zachary. <clears throat> hey, Hila. Give it back. Give it back to me, Zachary. <laughs> Hell, Hitler. Yeah, boy. <laughs> hey, man, dude, every time I they said that in the movie. so much. Dude, there was the scene where they're all shooting Hail Hitlers back to each other, and it's just amazing that it's like, you know, first uh, they do it for Jojo and then Sam Rockwell comes in they do it for him then Freddie Finkel comes in they do it for him and then when the when Elsa comes down they do it for her dude there's like fucking 50 Hail Hitlers in one scene it is fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah because all five of the Gestapo agents all do it too oh man it's so funny dude <laughs> and then the scene at the beginning where um Hitler is yelling at Jojo to give him like a good Hail Hitler <laughs> He's like, come on. He's like, he's like, don't put any pressure on it. Don't do any stank. Just, you know, give it to me. Give it to me straight. It's just so stupid. And that's when JoJo is shipped off to the Hitler Youth Camps where we meet Sam Rockwell's character, Captain Klenzendorf. Damn, dude. Sam Rockwell is a treasure. Like, he is so good in this movie. He's doing, like, the gun scene where he's like, pew, pew, pew. And he's just doing dumb poses with the gun (laughs) and shooting stuff. I thought for sure he was going to hit a kid. (laughs) No, so in the scene where they're like, um, like, oh, like, don't stab anyone, and you see like Jojo just playing with the knife, and there was a kid in front of him. Yeah, he's whittling the stick. Like, and imagine just stab the kid in front of him. Yeah, he's whittling. Oh, you mean when he's playing with it at the beginning? I thought you meant when he was yeah. whittling in the woods. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, no, because when they all took it out, they're all just like looking at it, and you see him. He's just like, like yeah, stabbing he's it playing forward. with it. Yeah, and, and there's a kid in front of him. Imagine just stabbed the kid in front of him. He stabs him in the back. After after they said, "Don't stab and uh, don't stab your friends." Mm-hmm. Um, my next note is uh, eighteen kids for Germany. This is when Rebel Wilson's character is introduced, and they're talking about how they're going to prep the um, the the female Hitler youths to be ready to bear more children for Adolf. And they pretty much do basic gender norms all the time. Yeah, and Rebel Wilson's like, "I had eighteen kids for Germany," and I was like, 18? Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah popping one out every nine months dude what the fuck mm-hmm. um i just <laughs> instead of uh, boy scouts of america i wrote down hitler scouts of germany <laughs> god god fuck. Ah. um <laughs> we get to the scene with um uh, rebel wilson drawing der jude and i was like der jude should be in a museum <laughs> It's just such well, a good like, little chalk that's just piece. Like, I, I think, like, Der Jew just translates to, to the Jew. I'm well aware, Zachary. Are, are you sure? Yeah. I'm are saying, you sure? Because, yes, like, I wasn't I wasn't 100% positive that you knew what that meant. Zachary, I, I'm aware of what context clues are. Okay. Anyway, um, this is when the Yorkie is, like, not first introduced, but Yorkie gets, like, a little bit more dialogue. And they're talking about, he's like, I thought I was your best friend. He's like, well, unless you're Hitler hiding in a fat kid's body, then, uh, you know, you're number two. And he's like, I'm just a fat kid hiding in a fat kid's body. (laughs) 
It was just so good. And then uh, I said, Yorkie looks like a small Nick Frost. So, okay, okay. When, when I saw you type this out, I started saying Yorkie looks like... I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> he thought it was like, Yorkie looks like Zach. <laughs> nah, dude, I didn't see anybody that looked like you. I always look out, though. <laughs> so I, I, I saw... I, I, a lot of times, like, I, I, I tune into to when you're typing your notes. I could see it in real time. Yeah, I see my reactions. And I saw I saw that type. I was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, nah, not this time. Maybe next time. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Maybe next time we see Yorkie. Um, what's his face? Archie Yates in a movie. I'll be like, "Oh, it's Zach." <laughs> and then I'll scream. Yeah, uh, uh, Taika is a legend. I always love him in in his movies. He's just so good, man. What we do in the shadows, Thor Ragnarok. Um, I like The Hunt for the Wilder People, even though he's not in that. I don't think so. I haven't seen it in a long time. And then, uh, obviously, this one. He is just phenomenal. Absolutely nailing it as imaginary Adolf Hitler. Isn't he also doing, like, a Star Wars? Yeah, he is working on a Star Wars movie. And he was in Mandalorian as IG-11. So. Okay. He directed that episode, too. Um, this feels like a prequel to the Cornetto trilogy. <laughs> The Edgar Wright movies. Because if you think about it, like I said, small Nick Frost is Yorkie, and then you got small Jojo Rabbit, who is um, Simon Pegg. Not exactly, but you know what I mean. Like, they have a good dynamic as kid actors to where I could see them doing a Shaun of the Dead-style movie, but they're children. Mm. I think Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg should really hop on this and uh, do a... A movie where it's like another Nick Frost and Simon Pegg thing, but then they have a couple scenes when they're kids and it's these two. I think it would be really good. Oh yeah, it would. It would flow so well. Like I think, like I think a lot of them are. I, I think the the two of them are German based actors, so they would have to learn a British accent. I don't think they're German based actors, my dude. I think they are. One of them is named Dave. The one's last name is Davis, and one is Yates. <laughs> I don't think they're German. Y- y- you'd be surprised. No, you look it up while I continue all my notes. Okay. Uh, I said I love how Sam Rockwell is just getting pissed drunk and using weapons with children. This is when he's drinking and throwing the grenades. Um, yes. Next up is uh, he blew himself up. Lamau. It's when uh, Jojo runs in with Hitler after hyping himself up and throwing the grenade at bouncing off a tree and then he blows up. And then he right, rushed to the uh, hospital. Update. Uh, so, uh, okay. So, Roman Griffin Davis, he... Was born in the UK. Which makes sense. Uh, Archie Yates. Uh, nothing on him at all. His, I, think this was his his, I think this was his debut. He he slayed it. Like, for, why? Okay, um, hold on. Let me actually just go to his Wikipedia page real quick. I would say his IMDb. No, yeah, IMDb. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, switch there. He's going to be in... A Home Alone movie. Oh yeah, they're doing a Home Alone movie on Disney Plus. Um, I'm not sure where he's from. It doesn't state exactly. He seems like he's British too. I I think I think so. I would have to go to his IMDb. I doesn't know his Wikipedia page, but continue on. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll continue looking. <laughs> oh wait, yep, and 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 he, he was also born in the UK. That's what I thought. Dude, do you like my next note? <clears throat> JoJo's mom has got it going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I. 
why'd you repeat the course twice? It only goes on for once, and then... Dude, I don't know. I remember it poorly. And then, Adolf, can't you see? You're not the one for me. <laughs> I hate you. Dude, so Scarlett, dude, Scarlett Johansson, she's fantastic, and she's gorgeous. So yeah, uh, I, had, I had to pull it out and see if it was funny. And it kind of was. When I was writing it, at least. <clears throat> uh, this is and The next one is... um. Uh, someone has to walk the clones. <laughs> we get to the uh, so JoJo's back on his road to recovery, and he's working with Klenzendorf at like the little Nazi um, like recruitment area or yes, paperwork yes. thing. And Rebel Wilson says that someone has to walk the clones, and it's just like eleven of these kids that all look the same. I'm like, what the fuck? I think it's her kids then at that point. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe it was her kids. I didn't even think about that. I just thought it was clones because I know back in uh, – there's a lot of like you know, World War II like theories and stuff and Hitler was like into a lot of supernatural stuff including cloning. So I thought it was like a reference to Hitler doing clone stuff. It could be that too. Like I, I, I'm, I, I don't look into it that much. I just thought of it as maybe it's her some kids. of her kids. Like for, for all we know, she could have had 18 kids with the same person. All all at the same time because they are all like eighteen tuplets or whatever. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, um, <laughs> this is the scene where um, uh, they give Yorkie a gun. Oh no, they give someone a gun, and I went. Now I have a gun. Hell, hell, hell. Lola. <laughs> Even Lola hated that joke. No. Now I have a gun. <laughs> See, e- e- even she hated that joke. She loved that joke. No, <laughs> she fucking howled at you. He's like, no. Dude, do you want to get... Dumbass. <laughs> you ready for my next joke? I, I see it now. It's <laughs> Anne Frank. <laughs> uh, we are never going to get sponsored. Nah, dude, they love us. No, they don't. All right, and that's when we, this is when we first meet Elsa, and she's hiding in uh, the little cl- crawl space in the sister's room. Um, See, I, um, uh, to touch on the notes, I, I thought she was just, like, telling, I, I thought she was lying when she said she knew JoJo's sister. So I thought I. that was a lie Yeah, so at did first. I. I didn't know she was the classmate until uh, the mom talks about it later on. Mm. Yeah, I don't, do you, does it ever reveal how the sister dies? Uh... I'm I'm gonna st- I'm gonna just play devil's advocate and also uh, assume tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Well, that well. was rampant around that time, so. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna play like the fifth. I uh, will play play the latter half yeah. and just say that one. Next up on my notes, <laughs> Jews are worse than ghosts? Question <laughs> mark. Um, next note is yo, he's ten. Lay off, psycho. Oh, yeah, that's when he fell down the stairs. Yeah. Dude, like, I understand, like, she's fighting for her life, but this dude is fucking 10. You don't gotta, like, threaten to kill this 10-year-old kid whose mom is harboring you in her house at a threat of death. Like, you, you could have been aggressive, but you didn't have to go this crazy. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this bitch sucks. Um, next up is Jew mind control. That's just funny. <laughs> when they, like, throughout the whole movie, they're talking about how Jews, like, could control people's minds and stuff. This Wait, is well, man, a lot like, of this stuff is just... what Hitler believed, dude. Oh yeah, it is, and, and it's it's really crazy, dude. Hit, uh, dude, I love like World War II Nazi facts because like Hitler legitimately tried supernatural warfare. 
to win the war. He tried vampires, werewolves, ghosts, the like the whole uh, Indiana Jones Raiders of the Last Ark. That was a legitimate story that was like based off Nazi bullshit. Like, well, yeah, it's insane. Like, well, remember, like uh, a, a lot of stuff. It was just like it was very poor racism back then. Mm-hmm. They just like they hated anyone who who would able to tell a story that someone believed. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, it was just cool to see um, them like you know hit up on this like the Jews are controlled by the devil. They're like they're creatures that climb down chimneys and shit. I'm like this is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I said I love how imaginary Hitler keeps offering him cigarettes like he's like he's gonna take them, and then literally right after I wrote that scene, he uh, Jojo goes, "Stop offering me cigarettes! I'm 10. <laughs> What's well, like also like I um to touch back on like uh, I think the first half of the notes. So apparently at this point, like like only the only father figure that Jojo has is the imaginary Hitler. Yeah. Which is like it, it, it's sad. Well, because his dad's off fighting the war, or being part of the resistance, or dead, or is, um, or Captain Klenzendorf, who is yeah. gay, so has he left the mom? I don't know. It's really up to interpret. I mean, I know it's based off a book, and the book probably has more answers. Yes, but I don't. Probably. I haven't read the book. Maybe if I find it in Barnes and Nobles, I'll give it a little. I'll buy it and give it a little skim through. Read the yeah, book. There's an audiobook version. I'll listen to it. Ooh, nice. They definitely have an audiobook version of that. Probably read by Taika. Because I, I, I don't like reading that much. I like listening to my audiobooks. Yeah, I like reading comics, but I haven't really read a book in a long ass time. Mostly because high school ruined reading for me. Because they're like, oh. you have to read these books. And most of them were terrible. Don't get me wrong. I like my Shakespeare and I like my Edgar Allan Poe. But when you force me to read a book I do not give a shit about and then make me, like, I have to read this or I fail, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Well, it's like my, my the first audiobook I ever listened to was Ready Player One. Nice, that's a solid one to I, listen to. The, the the book is okay. The second one I'm not gonna touch. I I got it for free off of Audible, by the way. I hear the second. Me, like, I hear the second book is good, and they're already making a movie based off of it too. I, I hear the second one is god awful. It mm. has a lot of bad things in it. Mm. Um, you should check it out. I I I got it for free because I signed up for Audible. From pro- like premium, mm-hmm. then immediately deleted it, and they gave me credit. Nice. So I'm like, I'm just gonna put that towards a book. Okay, <laughs> cool. I got it for free. Nice. I would definitely check it out, especially since you got it for free. And they're making a movie off it, and it's one of your favorite movies. So. Oh yeah, it's uh, cause I, I, I'm I'm within the minority. I I enjoy that movie a lot. Oh, we should cover that one in the next month or two. Well, I'll probably have that one to finish off. Uh, January. Oh, yeah, we still got another week or so in January. <clears throat> All right, continuing on with my notes, I go, now she's got two knives. This is when I, all this Hitler stuff is so good. I wrote, Hitler is so funny, bomb-proof legs. Um, and then they're talking about how JoJo's scars make him ugly. I wrote, I think JoJo's scars are cool. Like, Oh, yeah, they are. Like, It, it looks like, like a, a puzzle piece and everything on them. Yeah, it, it's kind of cool. It, it looks like a cool battle scar. I mean, not that scars are like, you know, go get he, he, scars, you know, don't get scars. <laughs> it's a cool like, battle scar, even though he blew himself up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said, I hate this, I hate this Jewish character. She sucks. I want, just want to see Adolf. I I get that. Like, uh, don't worry. I, mean, I, I make a turn around. Don't worry. Oh yeah. <laughs> like g- g- going into it, you just want to see Adolf. 
Yeah, because like, Tyke is hilarious, Jojo and him have a great relationship because of the imaginary friend. And then you meet Elsa, and she's just an asshole from the beginning. And I, like I said before, she's fighting for her life, and she's trying to, you know, protect herself. And I get it. But this dude's ten. You don't gotta be an asshole to him. <laughs> He's a naive ten-year-old, and, you know, he, he, just roll with the punches, man. Well, well maybe, um... I, maybe, like, his sister's kind of wish to her was, like, if you ever come encounter with him, just treat him like a younger brother. That's well, kind of what Charlotte like, Because if you look at it, that's pretty much how she treats him for, for, from the jump. Yeah, well, yes is no. is Is an older sister, younger brother dynamic. Like, mm-hmm. me and my sister, we did the same shit when we were younger. We you just, like... Each other with knives? <laughs> no, we just like beat the hell out of each other sometimes because we were just like, hey, yo, like she was like, yo, dummy. I'm like, what? And then I, I'll get like slapped or punched. But like, hey, I was a young boy, a young baby boy. You probably deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> Fucking elf looking ass. <laughs> I hate you. Ralphie looking ass. <laughs> Alright, so, more notes. I like uh, how ScarJo is anti-Nazi doing secret resistance shit. I gotta love that. Uh, I wonder if he he became a not if so Nazi headstrong when his sister died. Because, again, they really don't talk about um, the sister that much. But, like, um, Scarlett Johansson said, uh, Rosie, the mom, said that, um, like, he wasn't always like this. You know, like, he was, like, a really sweet and good boy. And then all of a sudden, he, like... You know, started going off for all this Nazi headstrong shit. Do you think that, like, when his sister died, um, the the Nazi propaganda blamed a lot of deaths on Jews, and then he just went, fuck the Jews, they killed my sister, and took my dad away? I, I, I can think that, or it mainly happened when he heard his dad went, out, went off to war. Yeah, and he, he was like, he probably didn't know what, what side he was fighting on. Yeah. Because like he did not, because like because in the area that they were living in, it was a heavy, heavily, um, yeah. like, like a Nazi Germany area. A uh, brief uh, moment, uh, cause dog bork, um. But uh, no, so I I can I can see it, I I can see where you're coming from on like maybe like they blame like illnesses on the Jews, mm-hmm. but I think main, mainly he probably went headstrong when his dad went off to war and maybe his mom just said yeah he's fighting for our side yeah because that's what he's and 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 him being a young kid didn't know what that meant Mm -hmm, exactly all right next up scarlet scar joe's performance is so good give her an award this is when she's doing the whole like oh you want to see your father fine and then she just goes she gets all mad i love that scene i think that's what got her nominated honestly like, she was great in this film, but that scene was just like, damn, dude. Look at her go. Sometimes you forget she's not just Black Widow. She's actually an actress. Yeah. Like, she's been in really bad movies, but she's also been in really good ones. And I would count this as a good one for her. I oh, can't uh, wait 100%. to see um, Black Widow. Uh, the runtime on Black Widow got announced uh, this morning. It's going to be two hours and 13 minutes. So. Oh, fun. <laughs> that means the goddamn podcast episode's going to be an hour and 15. Probably. <laughs> Because of all the COVID stuff around it. Yeah, this will be fun. So, <clears throat> Lola, no. So, um, next up, oh, he feels bad. This is when he um writes the note for the first time, and then she gets all pissed because 
he doesn't know that Nathan died of tuberculosis, so he's like writing these notes as him, and then she's just like, ah shit, like you know, he's writing this note, and now it's like, oh man, yeah, he cares a little bit, and then we see in the uh the Der Jude book, or no, not Der Jude, on um, the Yuhu Jude, with um like <laughs> ways to kill Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said, oh, he's treating her like his big sister. Big sad dude. Next note. Okay, maybe he loves her. Confused for now. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he does he does have a crush on her. That, that is yeah. kind of obvious. We'll get down there later. Um, Rockwell and Alfie are gay and can't do nothing about it because Hitler hated gays too. This got layers. <laughs> I, I think maybe just Alfie was gay for... Klinsendorf? But dude, look at Klinsendorf's yeah. outfit that he made. That's very flamboyant and very just like... I'm me being me, baby. But, like, m- maybe, like, like I said, maybe it was just, um, like, Fred, like, like, Finkel's just idea, and it helped. Mm-hmm. But I think mainly, I think probably it's just, um, Finkel being more gay towards, uh, uh towards Klinsendorf. Nah, than... I like to think it's both. Okay. That's just me, though. <laughs> But now, uh, I try, like, doesn't also, like, kind of Rebel Wilson's characters kind of look at them very weird a lot, too? Yeah, because Rebel Wilson sees them interacting with each other, and it's just like, this is weird. <sighs> yeah. Um, next up, they gave Yorkie a big old gun. This is okay, when he rolls okay, up okay, with okay, his paper mache okay. suit and his giant gun the size of his body. <laughs> well, okay, well, at that time, at that point, they gave Yorkie a mortar, because, memory it shoots off into the fucking store. Oh, yeah, no, they give him the, uh, <laughs> well, no, that's actually, uh, beforehand. Uh, way after, I mean, that's near the end of the movie. Um, this is the scene where Yorkie first becomes a soldier. I was like, oh yeah, they gave me this gun? <laughs> and, and, huh? and they gave me this new Nazi uniform. It's not paper, but it's paper-like. <laughs> and I was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, then you see him in war, his back is just torn up. Yeah. Huh. And then he comes back later on, he's like, it just seems like I can't die. And I'm like, that's fucking funny. Uh, next I'm note. Go home and hug my mom. <laughs> There's a scene. I need cuddles. There's a scene with um, uh, your uh, Elsa's talking about um. Oh my God, JoJo's uh scars and like taking pictures, and he goes, "No one wants to see pictures of cripples." <laughs> Damn, such a good line, dude. This dialogue. My next note. This dialogue is amazing, and I want more of this kind of stuff in my movies. And I know it's a very Taika-esque writing style to make it just, like, pun after pun and just make things work visually, but, like, damn, dude, this is quick wit, and this is just phenomenal. We gotta watch What We Do in the Shadows. That movie is so good. Oh, yeah, I, I, I know of that one. I, I think I, um... That's the vampire mockumentary. Yes, I, I know what you're talking about, because I think um, my group of friends, after the ball dropped last year, kind of going into 2020... Mm-hmm. Um, we watched that. I think we fell asleep during it because it was like really late at night. Oh no, it's a super good movie though, and they actually made a TV show based off the movie, and Taika makes an appearance in it. <laughs> I know. I I've been meaning to watch it. Dude, the show is so good. You you need to check it out. It is so good. It's exactly like the movie too. Like they don't even like try to make it like it's different. It's like the exact same thing, and it's so good. Mm. Uh, next up. <laughs> It's definitely love. Incest, you win today. I know they're not actually related, but, you know, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, finally, Merchant makes his appearance. Why is he so tall? Well, 
like Stephen Merchant is a very scary man. Well, he is as tall, but like, uh, like he's tall normally. Like he, I think he's like over six feet tall. But there's a, the scene where he's standing over Sam Rockwell, and they make him intentionally like a million times taller than Sam Rockwell. I don't, I don't think Sam Rockwell is a tall guy. I think he's like five nine, but like. He Do you is, think that scene was forced perspective? I think it was forced perspective on like showing how tall the Gestapo, like menacing they are, compared to you know this little half blind Nazi captain who keeps getting demoted because he keeps getting kids in trouble and blown up. Well, it's like I think even if you go back and look at old like photos of the Gestapo, like they are not the like, Gestapo. Gestapo is soup. Gestapo. Gestapo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Gestapo, Gestapo, who the cares? The Gestapo agents, they hunt soup. <laughs> but they're... no, like, if you if you go back and look at just old photos of them, they are menacing fucking people. Well, because they're, they're essentially like the men in black. Like, it's that whole mythos where it's like these dudes show up, tear apart your house, and kill people if you have a Jew in there. Like, they go crazy. And sometimes they just kill you if they think there's a Jew in your house and they can't prove it. Sometimes they just yeah. go, hey, fuck you. Look at Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Merchant is scary as hell, dude. Next up, uh, Rockwell is helping. Awesome. He knows the mom very well, so he could be a Secret Resistance member training the kids poorly on purpose? No. I just think he's incompetent. Like, oh, you, you find out later that he's not part of the Resistance and then he gets killed. But, like, him just helping out JoJo is just so nice. Like, he knows... Um, like, the birth date's wrong, but he doesn't want to tell the Gestapo. And I was just like, oh, man, this dude, here he is. Um, later on, I said, I don't hate Elsa anymore, by the way. I'm Team Elsa. <laughs> God damn it. This is when she, uh, you know, gets her little I stopped being an angry person arc. And now I'm, like, you know, trying to, like, keep track of this kid and, like, make sure he's okay. And then fucking bomb dropped on me holy fucking shoes my dude they killed yeah Mama. i i when i first saw this thing, i cried dude i was on the verge i was like oh my fucking god i was like i didn't think they were gonna do it oh i i legit i was like oh no mm-hmm. oh no and then he goes home and he stabs elsa and then he just breaks down i was like oh my what? god and also and, and elsa just knows that like elsa i, I knew think what she, was up Mm-hmm. Yeah, she 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 put together what happened, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Ow!" But I, 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 I guess this is kind of yeah deserved. Mm-hmm. Well, yes and no. They knew what they were doing, and they knew the consequences. But it still hurts, especially when this kid is like, you know, fucking ten. His dad's not around. His sister's dead, and now his mom got hung in the streets, and he had to yeah. find that on his goddamn fucking paper route. And it's pretty much at this point, like, everyone he knows is either gone or dead. And he thinks Yorkie's dead, too. He finds out later that he's not, but he thinks Yorkie's dead. Yeah. So everyone is just gone except for him. And it all happened when this um, Jew came into his life, you know what I mean? Like, the evil Jews. It's ridiculous. Like, just how fucked up this kid's life gets in a matter of, like, a week. Yeah. Uh, rounding out my notes with Rebel Wilson is great here, very underrated. This is I where she's she um, puts, putting the bombs. Puts, Go give an American a big hug. You got this. <laughs> she puts the bomb to his back. Yeah, and fucking pulls the thing and lets him run away. And then um, she gives Yorkie a pistol. Shoot anyone that's not wearing this jacket. Go have fun. <laughs> and then uh, she takes. No, no, the... no, no. It, it, it was shoot anyone that doesn't look like us. That's what it is. <laughs> 
well, like, well, Americans kind of look like us, uh, lady. I think that was. Um, <laughs> do I just shoot the the, the animals? Yeah. And so then uh, Yorkie runs out, and then um, we see Rebel Wilson take a big gun and then get blown up. And then right before we get to these last two notes, I have there's a scene where uh, Yorkie and um, Jojo are collecting a bunch of arm, uh, ammo and stuff and carrying the the mortar strike around, and. They're talk. Uh, Yorkie's talking about how he's like, "Oh man," he's like, "How's your Jew girlfriend?" He like he doesn't even care. He's like, "Oh, that's sweet. Like, that's awesome." And he's like, "He's like, oh man." He's like, "I don't even understand why." Like he's like, uh, "I saw like a bunch of pe- um, Jews hiding in the woods, and I didn't see what the whole problem was. They look just like us. Now the people who don't look like us, the, the only people on our team, the Japanese. Those guys. Those guys are crazy." <laughs> and I'm just like, he's fucking spitting facts, dude. Like he's like, everyone's the same. He's like, everyone looks the same except for the Japanese, like the Asian people. And that's not, you know, anything bad. But, like, yeah. it's just, like, you know, it, it was the whole thing where Hitler's, like, so mad at people that don't look like uh, that don't look like us, in quotes. But, yet, but then but he teams allies. up with the Japanese. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yet, but yet their allies are the most opposite-looking people. Exactly. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Well. Black hair, black eyes, not blonde hair, blue eyes. Just, like, the exact yep. opposite. It was so good. All right, last two notes. Sam Rockwell making a grown-ass man cry when he's, um, you know, saving JoJo and, like, Jew, fuck you, get out of here, spits on him. I'm like, oh, no. And then he gets, you know, shot from the firing squad, and I was like, the last person fucking, you know, um, JoJo knows is now dead besides Elsa. Like, this is fucked. And then then he meets Yorkie. I can't die. Yeah, and then climax of the film, wow, this movie was awesome. Oh, like, 100%, I... I, I like this movie. It's definitely it's it's not a perfect ten. No, but it's very uh, close. Oh, it, it, it's close to it. I I, I review says otherwise. Um, I don't know who's gonna re- who's gonna read the good one, who's gonna read the bad ones. If we both Same gave review. it the same. Yeah, we'll we'll get there when we get there. So I'll read the little uh, section. On on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of seventy nine percent based off four hundred and fourteen reviews, with an average rating of seven point five six. The website's critical consensus reads: Jojo Rabbit's blend of irreverent humor and serious ideas definitely won't be everyone's taste, but either way, the anti hate satire is audacious to a fault. Metacritic gave it about a fifty eight out of a hundred, which is crazy, uh, with mixed to average reviews. Cinema Score gave it an A on an A plus to F scale, and Post Track gave it a ninety six percent, with eighty seven saying they would definitely recommend it. Zach, you can read the good review, just because right. you've seen this movie a bunch of times. This is a fresh rating from Ben Travis of Empire Magazine. Taika Waititi, most daring film, isn't his most successful, but among the tonal uh, clashes, uh, yeah, the the tonal clashes. Uh, there's real hope, humanity, and non and no bones about it. Nazi bash and no bones about it. Nazi bashing at a time when that's desperately necessary. And the rotten review from Mark Kermode of Observer UK. I suspect another, a strangely another. good-natured feel to the film will win the hearts of many viewers, but my own head remained too muddled by its uneven and oddly indecisive approach to embrace whatever quirky virtues it may possess. I can see what he means by that. It's very just like, you know, it's weird and fun, and if you're not really paying too much attention to it, the plot is kind of like not there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if you really think about it, the plot is kid in World War II realizes Nazi's bad. Like, that's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> But there's a lot of heart to it as well, which I don't think this guy really, um, 
You know, it does say it would win the hearts of many viewers, but how could you not love this movie, dude? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, th- th- this movie, I I don't... Like, what? I think he he said pretty much there's no heart in this movie. Mm-hmm. And th- th- there is heart. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's essentially a coming-of-age movie. Yeah, exactly. It's a coming-of-patriotism. Uh, yes. Or anti-patriotism, essentially. Now, um, Hunter... What did you give this film? I gave this nine Hitler's hiding in fat little boy bodies out of ten. (laughs) (laughs) Zach, what did you give it? I gave this I'm here training little titty grabbers out of ten. You gave it nine as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Um, Oh, before we do our sign-off, so I want to touch on something from our previous review when we did Whiplash. Oh, jeez. Um... So you complained about the sound mixing. I went back. I, I listened to it on like on multiple different things. Like just like kind of like I listened to some scenes on multiple different platforms. Mm-hmm. So I listened to it on my TV with my sound bar. Then I listened to it back on my computer with my headphones and on my second monitor, just the normal uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it might have been your TV that kind of had the weird sound mixing to it. Mm, it's entirely possible, but it did ruin my experience. I'm not changing my mind. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like, I because you're like, oh, how how to get nominated for for this for sound mixing when it was so bad. Well, because well, like I said, there were scenes where like, well, the, it, like it could have been the jazz drums were so fucking loud it was ridiculous. So I'd well, have to turn it, the it volume been, down, and then there were scenes where they were talking and it was just like whispers. It it, it could have been how how your TV's sound is. It's possible, but yes, I say the um. Way. Well, yeah, uh, guys, uh. Let's uh, sign out. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you all for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Box Office Losers and on Twitter at Box Office Loser uh, for up-to-date news. I'm going to try to start using the Twitter a bit more uh, just to promote like some stuff and maybe – or I'll, I'll just use my, my personal Twitter to be Just use it to honest. post the episodes and then retweet it. That's all I need to do. Um, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, on Apple, Google Play, wherever you're listening to this. Leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Share with your friends. It really does help a lot. We're coming up on our 27th episode next week. Hell yeah, dude. It's, um, yeah, like, hey, we're, we don't, to be honest, it's almost been a year of doing this. Almost. It's it's getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. We cheated with a couple episodes where we did, like, two ups, but when we hit about 54, we'll be at our year. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, Hunter, where can they find you? You can find me at Scruffy Moose Man on like 90% of social media platforms. And you can find me at Pound That Button every other Tuesday. It's a gaming podcast I do with my high school buddies. You can find me every Wednesday at Andrew's Amazing Podcast. That is a comic book podcast I do for the store that I work at. And you can follow me at Farthest Galaxy, a Star Wars podcast, every Thursday. Dude, I do too many podcasts. This is my Friday podcast. I just need a Monday podcast, and I got the whole week, dude. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll just start up another one. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> um, you, you can, now you can follow me at Dark Shadow Zake literally everywhere. Um, I am a contributor on the sports hit list for the um, for the wrestling division uh, tomorrow. Well, I should say, um, well Thursday. I keep on forgetting. The day placement on Thursday. Uh, new episodes of the AEW Injection, hosted by yours truly, and by uh, Nick Mo- Nick Martirano, otherwise known as Mister No Days Off, where we just talk about the latest episodes of AEW along with some news. Nice. 
Um, but that is it, guys. We do thank you all for watching um, and listening. And listening. Uh, other than that, guys, we'll see you all next week. Bye bye. Okay. Thanks, guys. I thought you were dead. No, it seems like I can never die.